Hello, Tabletop Tim here. Dean Daniel's still missing, so it's up to me to thank the patrons. Hello, Scribbles. Hello, Carlo. And hello, new friend Noah. Hello and welcome to the Probably Bad Podcast, a podcast which is definitely bad. I'm sorry for the weird way I've said that. This is the fifth attempt I've done to try and say the opening of the podcast. The thing that you have said 92 times. Uh, I'm pencil. I'm paper. And today's Probably Bad RPG idea is... Turns out the Neverborn would stop trying to kill everyone if someone just asked them politely. It's just no one ever thought to try. Yeah, uh, so for those who don't know, in the game Exalted, the Neverborn are dead super gods who are trying to destroy the world because I assume no one wants to be their friend. It's actually due to a series of complex metaphysical reasons, but no one gives a shit about Exalted lore. It's because no one thought to try. Mm. But yeah, I quite like the idea of just, you know, these are weird supernatural beings. Did they have parents? Did anyone teach them morality? Mm. Maybe they just genuinely don't know what killing is. They're called the Neverborn because, like, no one wanted to be their dads. <laughs> Your quest is to get the Neverborn's dad to come back from the store after picking up milk and teach them to stop murdering people. You have to adopt the Neverborn and teach them right and wrong. Teach them about the magic of sharing. Hmm. Like, I just like this expanded out to any kind of, like, big apocalyptic doom threat. Because they all need hugs. It's like, has anyone explained to Thanos that overpopulation is largely a myth? Has anyone given Thanos a hug? I do like this very philosophical MCU variant. It can't be worse than the actual MCU. Yeah, like, you know... They're really scraping the barrel anyway. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Infinity War 2, this time it's a structured philosophy debate at a university. But yeah, I genuinely, I do like the idea of kind of like, have you, have you seen the Spongebob episode where they try to teach Man Ray to be good? I have never experienced media. <laughs> well, basically there's a supervillain and they're trying to teach him how to be a good person because he wants to redeem himself. Mm. Like a nerd. And, you know, it doesn't go well. There's a lot of slip-ups. And I'm just imagining that, except if he had apocalyptic god powers. Yeah, you just have this ancient eldritch horror that loathes all life and you're just, like, apping it with a newspaper. Stop it. No murder. It goes well for a little bit and then... You don't give them the milky drink quick enough, and they just explode a town. Mm. I have not been given my apple juice, so I will eat the sun. <laughs> like, I just, I just love this idea. Like, you could have it as a warlock who's like, yeah, your pact with the um, great old one is that you will give it, uh, you know, they'll give you power, and in exchange you'll teach them how to stop being such an asshole. I like it. It's like, I've made a deal with Cthulhu that I get cool tentacle powers and he learns how to play past the parcel instead of just keeping hold of it and taking all of the prizes. 
I also really like this all eldritch horrors are like tiny children. I know this just comes from the fact that Neverborn is like, yeah, they sound like babies. Uh, and again, they are. Come at me, uh, exalted law. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just... the, the thing is, like, people learn morality through experience. Mm. Sometimes the morality that they learn is not great in the grand scheme of things. But I just like the idea that we we have to take them back to square one and start with just teaching them, like, no, don't hit the other Neverborn because they have a toy that you want. Don't sink and just content, go from there. Because you haven't been given snacks. <laughs> I just I also like to say you've like the ultimate big bad of all campaigns is the Eldritch Horrors dad. If they weren't born, then that that would imply that they do not have a mother, so it must be the dad. That is how that works, I'm pretty sure. But yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, we need to get these get these eldritch horrors some enrichment. Uh, and some snacks, which aren't people. It's biggest animal crackers. <laughs> I have created candy the size of the moon. Actually just been replaced with a giant bonbon. It's no one's noticed yet. To be fair, I can't remember the last time I actually looked at the moon. The last time I looked at the moon was last night because I... she is my friend. Nah. Uh, I sadly have a more antagonistic relationship with the moon. <laughs> do do I need to sit you and the moon down and teach you how to share? I am the big bad of this setting. <laughs> your your mission is to adopt me and make me stop trying to beat up the moon. Uh, if you if we get ten thousand Patreon subscribers, I will buy a rocket pack, fly to the moon, and punch the moon. But I guess also if they're if they're godlike beings, they probably don't hang out where people are that often. No, I mean they're sort of you know at the bottom of the underworld. To be fair, they probably don't talk to people much. Well, yeah. So maybe people have thought to try. It's just a very perilous quest, and that is your campaign. You have to traverse the underworld. To find just... the Neverborn and say, excuse me, we don't actually like it when you kill us. Could you please stop? And they'll and they'll just like, oh, oh, I'm terribly sorry. I won't do it again. Hi, would you mind not being an asshole? They're um... just bad neighbours. I've <laughs> <laughs> been quest... going through a lot. Our quest is to travel to all of like the awful hell dimensions and tell the people there to just stop being dick. Have we you need considered... to take on the HOA, the Hell Owners Association. <laughs> Hell Owners Association is the new big bad of all my campaigns. I'm, I'm putting that on the list of future RPGs to make. Yeah, as a Modius, but he's just your standard, like, stereotypical Karen. <laughs> he is damning your soul because you didn't put the right name on his coffee. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I do... Like, I also just realized the idea of, like, massive eldritch things with really easy solutions. I mean, it makes sense, because if you've got a massive eldritch problem, you assume that you need some sort of big magic mm. to solve it. But no, it turns out you can just, like, put a lid over the underworld, and then they're stuck in there, and they can't get out. That's what the Earth's crust is. Hmm. There is... Exactly one manhole cover in the world that rather than leading to the sewers leads to the underworld. 
Um, and that's why we're not currently being attacked by undead monsters. Um, if anyone moves it, the world will end. Uh, no one remembers which one it is. Um, yeah, just thought you might want to know that. That is useful information. I didn't know that before. I'll be yeah. careful around manhole covers. Uh, yeah, subscribe for more eldritch <laughs> dooms you don't know exist. You know, subscribe. That's the thing. Subscribe and retweet. Twitter technically still exists. Yeah, um, um, if there's anything that's currently slipping into an like eldritch nightmare dimension, it is Twitter. But in the meantime, questions. Me. Last time on Tales of Mortera. Awesome. 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 We can't like tread upon <laughs> our brain with you. Sorcerers go to try and, and surf on the horse. K get dead? Yeah. Uh, you want to kill me? I'm a wizard. I've always got plans. Tales of Morterra, an actual play podcast. Available wherever you're listening to this right now. Our first question is anonymous. Any ideas for what to do as a player when it comes to more domestic RP between adventures? I mean, I think you have to think about what would your character want to do like this is a really good opportunity for some meaty character development make your character meaty oh working out yeah like i know i just think it's a really good opportunity to have your characters bond with each other and with npcs and just like feel more like people in the world rather hmm. than characters in the story if that yeah, makes I mean, sense yeah like a lot of games have downtime mechanics um, a lot of them are, like, not great, but a lot of them have downtime mechanics. And I feel like, yeah, there's definitely, you know, the correct answer is, yeah, you have, like, what what does your character do when they're not adventuring? Like, what's their day job? What's their hobbies? It's a good way to, like, build it out. Right. Incorrect answers. Sorry, I give good advice again. Yeah, get out. <laughs> get in the manhole. No! Um, right. <laughs> I think just whatever it is you do between games, that's what your character's been doing between sessions. Like, every single thing that you do in your life, your character does. I don't know if this is, like, whether this should be translated. Like, if you work as, as like, a barrister, your character's been working at a tavern, or if it is just yes, your archmage has been working at Starbucks. No, I think it should be a direct translation, like oh, you're a heart surgeon. So is your character now. Roll dexterity. You get new skills based on your skills. You can level up your character skills by going and getting a medical degree. We'll just wait for the next session until you get back. Mm. Yeah, everyone gets five years between sessions to, like, live out their character's life beat for beat. I guess, yeah, that's the other way. Uh, Roleplay between sessions by living as your character for however long it is between sessions. I, I kind of like this. I like the idea of downtime LARP. Yeah. Like, you sit at the table and you have the big combat. 
and then he's like, okay, so next week we're going to go into the woods. We're just going to go camping, but hmm. in costumes. Yeah, I think, okay, we have just reinvented LARP, which to be fair, we do do regularly. We've reinvented LARP, but only the downtime parts. Hmm. The rest of the time you sit at a table and you roll dice. Like you, to make this make sense, your characters are also into role-playing games that are just their own life, which is an amazing power move now I think about it. I want to make a role-playing game that's just my life, and I just roll to do the things I do. This is very quickly getting very cyclical and also becoming The Sims, the tabletop role-playing yeah. game. It's like The Sims, the tabletop role-playing game, except all your Sims have to I mean, who haven't? Who hasn't made a sim of themselves and just like lived out their best life? Mm. Like, yeah. I will fully admit, as a kid, I would like make a sim of me and my crush and just put them together. I made sims of myself and lived out my worst life. That way, I feel better about my. That's also an option. Yeah. Um... What we're saying is the Sims. Yeah, uh, I guess you could also make your character on the sim. And just, like, whatever happens in the sims is canon to their life. <laughs> uh, your character will get a really interesting backstory very fast. My sim drowned in the pool and then had several babies. <laughs> My sim had a hundred babies. My and sim. here are all their names. <laughs> My Sim Had a Hundred Babies is like the title of The Sims RPG. <laughs> I was thinking The Sims Visual Novel. <laughs> uh, so having a sort of creating a Sims Visual Novel where your character and 30 Sims, I guess all fuck. <laughs> um, I hope this answers your question. <laughs> Make a visual novel of your character. Like, you can do any form of art of this. Like, the GM's like, yeah, uh, so what do you do between sessions? And then you, like, lights go out and you bust out the interpretive dance. Yes. Here is my interpretive dance of how I removed my stress in Blades in the Dark. <laughs> yeah, um, Blades in the Dark, but every downtime action you have to perform a two-hour dance regarding um whatever the fuck it is you're doing yeah i think we could have, like the perfect solution yeah interpretive dance in the woods in costume while playing the sims yeah i think there is a mobile game <laughs> uh so i hope we helped Second question is also anonymous. What happens if I use an item to get my stats high enough to multi-class and then lose the item? I feel like there are two obvious options. Mm -hmm. Either you keep the abilities, but your stats are now worse. So, like, you can do spells, but they're really shit. Mm -hmm. Or... You just lose all of your levels and the new class. Mm. You just but die. these are the obvious answers. You just die on the spot. <laughs> oh no, my headband of intellect! Yeah, it's if you have Yeah, like, you know, you're just... You split apart into two new characters of each class. 
So like if you've leveled up to an hour bard barbarian, you die and the bard and the barbarian emerge from your corpse. But presumably at the levels, like if you have two in bard yeah. and three in barbarian, you get a level two bard. Yeah, and a level like it's important to realize these are like completely different characters, like different races, different backgrounds, different appearances, different personalities, and so forth. This but is... they should be ones that would average out to make your character. Yeah, this is how D and D adventurers reproduce. Like, I mean, I feel like what I would do is say that, like, your natural ability scores have to be high enough so it doesn't count if they're being artificially inflated. But I just, yeah, you just split into I two feel people. like that's probably what someone who actually works for D&D would say. Yeah, so ignore that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, yeah. I feel like ultimately you don't have any ability level uh character levels at all. Your magic item does. Uh so if you take the headband of intellect off, you lose the multi-leveled the multi-class level. And anyone else who puts it on gets the multi-class levels too. This I like I like this as like a system. Mm. Like everyone is just a level 0 adventurer. Like level zero peasant, um, and they just have to find various weapons and magical armors and things to make them not yeah. shit. Like you know, level level ups are stored in the hat. But yeah, I I do like the level ups being a thing you can just grab and run off with. I mean. It's it does kind of work like that in some games, doesn't it? Like uh, cyberpunk and things like that. It's like you get enough money, you can buy. Hmm. Yeah, I guess to yourself. Yeah, level ups are just like little rings you put on. You wake up one day and you're like, I don't feel like being a cleric today. You know, screw God, I'm going to be a warlock instead. You just take off your Jesus ring and put on your devil ring. <laughs> I have a Jesus ring on one hand, the Satan ring on the other hand. I just swap them around based on like who I'm talking to. But each one doesn't know about the other, and it's basically two dates to the prom. Hmm. I like cleric and warlock, who's like, you know, oh no, I'm I have like a prayer session with Jesus, but I also have to sacrifice a goat to Satan on the same day. Genuine question. Yeah. Because I don't know offhand. There's nothing in the rules that says you can't, like, cleric or paladin and warlock, right? Uh, no, nothing, no, nothing in the rules, no. Right? Future character idea sorted. <laughs> um, I'm just looking over the rules. Is there anything in the rules that say you can't cleric and then cleric again but a different god? I think it says that that's a thing you can do, hmm. but it also doesn't say it isn't a thing you can do, like multi subclassing. Yeah. Uh, so tell, uh, yeah. So tell me if uh, that's wrong, guys. But also, I like this. I I have I'm a level twenty warlock, and I've made twenty different level one pacts with twenty different entities. I like the idea of doing this specifically with a bard, just because it's called colleges. 
Like, well, I've got a bachelor's in valor, and then I did a master's. I can't think of another bar college though. But yeah, I just thought, yeah, like you know, oh, I uh, changed degree a lot while I was at bard school. <laughs> Kept transferring. Is law one? I believe so. I feel like I should know this. In my defence, I'm very tired and in pain. If you had the like, you know, points in the law subclass, you would know this. I would, but I don't. Mm. Whenever I do what D and D class are you quizzes, I always get druid or wizards. They mm. they don't they don't do law. Like wizards do do law, but it's like specific law, you know. Yeah, they do. Like like if there's a weird occult question, actually, to be fair, yeah. if this was a weird occult question, you would be the person I ask. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Papers are papers are wizard. Um, I will not elaborate. <laughs> I also like this with paladin in the sense of like I have like. Ten oaths, all of which I'm mostly ambivalent towards. Multi-class Oath of the Ancients and Blackguard. It's hmm. like, look, I made this promise to my great-great-great-grandparents, but I don't really like them. <laughs> oath of my, Oath of the Asshole Ancients, who apparently I have to listen to. Oh no, what you do with Oath of the Ancients and Blackguard, actually. You've made conflicting promises to different sets of ancestors. And neither knows which one is the Ancients and which one is the bad guys. 50% of my ancestors are dickheads, but I don't know which 50%. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, what happens if you multiclass and then stop being able to multiclass? I'm still going with splits into two smaller adventurers. Yeah, just adventurer meiosis. Yeah. Um, and you have to roleplay both of them. Like, they come into being with, like, their own tragic backstories, just fully formed. This is actually where DCC um, funnel characters come from. Hmm. They actually used to just be one adventurer, then they split into four level zeros because they just lost all of their stuff. Yeah, you've just got one adventurer who's like, yeah, I'm level 20 and then, oh no, I dropped my staff and then they just immediately explode. Explode then... into a bunch of tiny peasants. And then they all have to go fight a dragon. <laughs> explode into a bunch of tiny peasants is my primary attack spell. Well, I think I... we answered that question. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we did. We did so well. Um, if you have a question, you can message Probably Bad RPG Ideas on Tumblr or email probablybadpodcast at gmail.com. If you're Elon Musk, you can also contact us on Twitter at badprobably. And if you want to support us and get access to... Homebrews, this month's, I believe, will be a Valkyrie Warlock. Uh, bonus episodes, RPGs, a Discord server. We're playing a game of Roll for Shoes this weekend. When you listen to this, it will be a couple of weeks ago, but the point is we sometimes play one-shots. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash probablybadrpgideas. And remember, and remember to have a probably, probably bad, bad day. day.
Bye.